Blog Talk Radio. topics tonight. We have the Supreme Court blocks 2020 census citizenship question for now. Also, runaway Oregon Senate Republicans will return to work on Saturday. Really? And Wait round one of the yeah, and um, round one of the Democratic debate. I hit it and quit it headlines. Arby's is testing meat products that look like big carrots. Okay. 
Um, also, James Alex Fields sentenced in Charlottesville attack for the hate crime. And San Francisco bans e-cigarettes. What's popping with Papa Didi tonight? Our weird news, of course. we got to lighten it up. Scientists cloning dogs using just pooches urine. Okay. And historical marker commemorates reported alien abduction. And man built bomb to warn about alien threats. I'm just saying with red wine, you can't shut up, everybody. Living for the city with Papa Didi. He got a surprise for us tonight. My Hollywood wrap-up. I got quite a bit. Let's talk about the BET Wars and our hometown girl, Regina Hall. Also, the cocktail of the week, Rosemary Citrus Greyhound. Interesting. I'll kiss it list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be right back with the hot topic. This is Beyonce. No! It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the pajama party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on until 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Hey. Red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, uh, looks like our first topic is uh, the, the Supreme Court blocks a 2020 census citizenship question for now. Okay. Now, first of all, this is a uh, – Temporarily blocked it. The Supreme Court temporarily blocked the Trump administration's plan to add a citizenship question to the 2020 census Thursday, given uh, opponents' uh, new hope of defeating it. All right, now the ruling by uh, Chief Justice uh, John Roberts, all right, questioned the, uh, the ration for the administrator's efforts, just as challenging states and immigrants' right groups has done. The evidence tells a story that does not match the explanation. So they uh, saying they, they right now they're not going to entertain changing anything. I, I think personally they're not going to change anything because all those censor forms for 2020 are already printed. Well, they claim they haven't printed them yet. Yeah, whatever. And they're rushing them for the deadline to they, get it done. They printed those things. The Trump administration is wanting them to hold on the printing date because they still are trying to hold on to the chance that they can get this citizenship question added on there. But my question is this, like what what are they trying to, uh, what, what, are, what are they trying to gain? 
It, you know, reading over this briefly, I don't really see what the actual question was. You know, they said citizenship question. The question is, are you what? a citizen? Are you? That's what they're trying to find out. Okay. So, so anybody who's here illegally, obviously they're not going to want to participate in the census if they're not a citizen because then they would have to say no. So now you're flagging your own self, putting a target on your own back. They say, yeah, let me give you all my information about how many people are in my family, et cetera, et cetera. And by the way, I'm not a citizen. So that could imply either you're here illegally or by, you know, visa or whatever. Yeah. But see, okay. this has to do with trying to count people, how you're going to um, look at your resources. And see, that's the problem. You know, I'm I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in until you finished. Uh, no, you do all the time. Go ahead, Oh, excuse me. Uh, but this has to do. It's it's similar to me to the way they handle the gerrymandering when they start moving boundaries of what is considered a county or of uh, you know where they move the lines of who's in what area geographically. You know, they move those lines. When, it, when they're trying to keep a certain group of people in a certain location. If you have a large block of people who vote, for example, mm -hmm. if you got a big block of people who typically vote Democratic, and now you move the boundary line to say, okay, those of you that were in County A, we're going to change the boundary, so now you're going to be in County B, and the lines for County A are going to move a little more this way, now you change the way that everything looks. So when you look at their voting results and they say, okay, here's the results for County A, now it's not so much, oh, yeah, County A is totally red or totally blue. Because once you start moving lines, that's how you start changing the way things work. And that stuff has to do with the budget. It has to do with resources. It has to do with how they uh, put the, the money together for who's going to get money for roads and schools and everything. And it's the same with the census. So that's why it was a big deal. So the Supreme Court, basically, they tried to get the Supreme Court to put their stamp of approval on adding this question of, are you a citizen? And the Supreme Court went, uh, no, we're not going for that. So I don't know if they're going to come back with it again, but that's what the Trump administration was trying to push. So that that's all I'm saying on that for okay. now. I might say more later, but that's all I don't I'm know saying. why the producer didn't give you the story to read because you're up on it more than I am. I I think for me it just it just pisses me off that. People keep on trying to manipulate the system. Well, <clears throat> you know, on that note, the one horror story I have from 2010, and this is this is no stuff. When it comes to census, people taking census, <clears throat> you know, soon as that soon as that time frame comes around, you know, watch yourself and watch your surroundings, because census people are like narcs. They are vicious. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a good paying job too. If you need if you need some money, you need some 
You need some side money. It's a good job. You know, it's a good position. It lasts for about a year. But I think they pay like $20 an hour, you know. Oh, yeah. You can fly, but you can't have a record, though. You can't have any kind of record felon or whatever on your record. But uh, if you got a clean record, you know, you can put in for it to be a census taker. But they're vicious. I mean, I remember one time, you know, I, I'm really not home as much in my in my house. And and this guy, one time, as soon as they, they, they were leaving a little note saying the census bureau was here, was here, and he never caught me. But I went in the house one time, and all of a sudden, the guy knocked on my door like two seconds later. And I wow. asked him, I said, were you watching me? <laughs> well, I was sitting outside, you know. Jeez. I said, monkey, are you staking my ass? Mm. You know, because I guess different people are assigned a whole whole street. Mm-hmm. And when you live a street with row houses, they're assigned to that whole street. So believe me, they they scope. First they look, see who's going up in in there. And, and tell you, it's, it's vicious. It's vicious. But I think the more count they get, the more credibility their reports are when they turn them in. So uh-huh. around that time frame, they're going to be staking your house. Believe me, when you see a car out there or the person sitting out there, but I think anybody out there in, in Radio Land that um, needs a job or needs a second hustle for any particular reason, you know, look into that sensor thing because it's a, it's, a, it's a good job. You know, it pays good money, and uh, it's a seasonal thing, but uh, it pays a pretty good dollar, at least $25 an hour. So. Well, I hope they don't hunt me down. Yeah, they'll track you down. I don't recall ever having a, a physical person come and ask me anything. I'm trying to remember. Like, do they send stuff in the mail? They may send it, but I probably didn't send my send my back. That's why they were at my door. <laughs> That's why they hunt you down. Yeah, well, you know. I don't remember. I don't. Hey, cattle, did you ever submit anything, or did they come to you? Uh, yeah. Um, I think back in the day when they first started the census, I think that's what they were doing. But most recently, they were sending out um things through the mail, from what I remember. Now this happened in 2010 to me. Which was the last time oh, okay. they held right. it. It's every ten years. Every 10, right. But I did I I definitely did not mail mine back in. You know. Well, unless it depends on the jurisdiction. I mean it depends on where you are. They might need to do a physical count other than um sending it through the mail, you know. Be more a little accurate, you know. So. Right, I was in the hood, you know. I mean, you know. But uh I, I just feel like, you know, there's some, some scheming going on always with this stuff. Always. You know, always, it's like always. if you're trying to get more black people, then you're going to go hard to get the black people. If you're well, going after Latino people, then they go hard after trying to get that information. It's very evident. The biggest thing that's very evident today is the fact that they have these little makeshift uh, hospitals in these parks, like in Central Park. And all these old towns, like in Seattle, they have these parks where different uh, people that's hooked on oxycodone can go and get a quick fix in there. But they also register them as voters, especially the Caucasian ones that are Republican voters, because they still want to get the vote. But they wouldn't have a quick fix area set up for crackheads. You know what I mean? Wow. Black crackheads. You know what I mean? Because they're not Republicans? Or because they're black? They don't give a shit about their existence, period. Mm-hmm. But the white vote, they want to keep getting it, and you see somebody just strung out. If they see a hundred people in that neighborhood strung out, that's a hundred votes. So I'm gonna set up a makeshift place to give them a synthetic type of oxy. It's gonna tie them over, but we'll register them to vote. 
And come election time, we're going to escort them and drive them to the polls. So is this supposed to be like uh, this what's that stuff they do, like methadone? Whatever it is. Methadone, it's a, methadone, it's a, whatever uh, it's called. Something that's supposed to ease you off It's a off synthetic, of right. It's, the whatever it is. Well, they're not going to ease them off because they're junkies. You know what I mean? They, they don't want to produce, being in fact, they're Caucasian junkies. Well, I'm just saying, junkies. I remember there was a junkies. time when people that were strung out on heroin, you know, mm. you would go to the places where they would try to help you shake the heroin monkey, and mm-hmm. they would give you methadone or methadone. However and they called it epidemic. Well, Save my child. But crack, uh, you know. Can I, can, crack I just, can I just throw out a sidebar? I saw something today on CBS on their uh, whistleblowers. They were talking about uh, this guy who was a whistleblower, worked for some pharmaceutical company that made um, oxy, not, uh, what is it, fentanyl, fentanyl lollipops that these uh, drug pharmaceutical companies were distributing. Mm-hmm. But he was having... He he was saying that the company that he worked for, the pharmaceutical, wanted him to specifically go to these pharmacists, I mean not pharmacists, go to these doctors and get them to push this stuff like under a different name or something, basically like off-brand or whatever they call it, off-branding, to try to push fentanyl even more. And in his case, it was in the form of a lollipop. He was saying there have been people who have been found dead with a lollipop in their hand. And he said that in good conscience, he just could not be involved in that. So he went to the authorities and they said, well, would you be willing to wear a wire? Because that's the only way we're going to be able to bust this up. So he put on the wire and it was on, you know, one of the CBS, I guess, uh, weekend reports or something. But just goes to show you, that when these companies decide, look, we're trying to make money, if these people really want this kind of painkiller, this fentanyl, knowing what it has done to people, we'll put it in a lollipop format where they can just lick it, suck it, whatever, to soothe them. And if they go too far with it, hey, well, that's on them. That's not on us. That's on them. We'll get these doctors to prescribe it. Mm-hmm. And give them some kickbacks, but anyway, I know I got off the rails. Yeah, you got off the rails. Yeah. I did. I admit it. Yeah, you need to back off. And, uh, All right. Well, who's next? So you speaking next? of Republicans, uh, Kettle, what's going on out there in Oregon? Uh, this is called the Runaway Oregon Senate Republicans. They will return to work on Saturday. Who works on Saturday? So yeah, they they're saying left, the whole the, mm-hmm. the whole Oregon Senate Republicans, um. They left um, because they were trying to pass a type of, excuse me? They just left. Yeah, they just pulled up, I said. Right, sorry. Okay. (laughs) They just pulled up. Okay. And knocking on the door. Uh, Okay. Um, So they're saying that they have an obligation to pass budget bills, and he believes lawmakers can complete that work by the midday on Sunday deadline for lawmakers to uh, Adjourn. So that's, I mean, this is crazy. It's like, all, how is that possible? Everybody just leaving all at one time? Why is OJ on it? Walking out and denying Democrats a 20 member quorum, they need to conduct business. So they couldn't even finish their business. So, this is, there's no reason to have a special session 
said in a press um, conference, if we have a special special session, it's because, quote-unquote, Democrats' leadership chose to have a special session. Oregon lawmakers have some leeway on the budget bills since they already passed a continuing resolution that would allow state agencies to continue current spending levels. So they said the Republicans have shut down the Oregon State Senate for more than a week by walking out and denying Democrats the 20-member quorum they need to conduct business. They did this with the uh, stated purpose of blocking a climate change bill but have given mixed public messages that they might also be trying to stop various other bills. Oh, so it's not just that one bill. So, I mean, you're going to tell me all these people, they don't believe in this particular bill, so everybody's going to walk together? That just doesn't make any sense. So, and it goes on to say that denying a quorum is something that should never be used until we get to a point where we will no longer talk. So it, this is crazy. I have never heard anything like this. So they're supposed to return on Saturday, so we'll see. Yeah. We I couldn't believe it. how they shut down the Oregon it's, Senate yeah, like it's that. Yeah, so sad. That was insane. You know, but all this is stemmed through Trump's attitude. You know, the biggest mm-hmm. thing the white folks, or the biggest thing the white folks do is monkey see, monkey do. You know, the two things right, that they live by. Right. Yeah, well, they, they live by two different things, and I learned this in my life. They live by a monkey see, monkey do attitude, and the one who has the, one who has the most toys wins. That's, that's big mm. for them. They'll respect wow. the white guy on the block that's got the boat in the driveway and the car, and he owns a pizza shop. And all this crap. Oh, yeah, that's Bill. He owns a pizza shop. He makes a lot of money. And they'll kiss his ass. I mean, they'll even give him, they'll give him his wife to, they'll, they'll, they'll turn their wife over for Jim to, to, to screw. I mean, it, it's, it's a, you would never understand that particular species. I'm not speaking on all of them. I'm just speaking on the chosen few who know who they are. And like I said, mm-hmm. when we get to what's uh, popping, I'm going to give you an experience having to me today in a liquor store that just blew my mind. But, uh, yeah, it's so sad those Republicans walked out because they're following Trump's lead. You know, how they're not going to mm-hmm. Senate meetings. They're saying, you know, don't you get a subpoena. Oh, don't worry about a subpoena. Because Trump has always had lawyers in his life paying a big money to divert. The biggest thing a lawyer can do is divert. Whenever you got a problem going on, hire a lawyer and divert it, divert it, divert it. But these are poor people. These They, they ain't rich like you. So, sad, very sad. We're living on some crazy times. I just have a serious problem with the way that those Republicans literally shut down the Senate like that. Because all of this was over originally the the climate change Trump bill, right? Trump shut down the government. Well, that's true. But I'm saying in Oregon, this had to do with because they disagreed with the, the bill to, uh, about climate change. Right. They didn't want to vote on it. And what's, they decided, you know what? What's we're going Trump's to opinion? What's Trump's opinion right. on climate change? He believes change? that it's all the forest anyway. Exactly. So they're going along with that. They're going along with that. And they decided, you know what? Not only are we not going to vote, but we're going to leave. Mm-hmm. So anything else that was on the docket will not get done as well. Mm-hmm. And then when the governor had to send the sheriffs out to try to round up these Republicans so that they could have a quorum. Right. 
to finish business. And people are depending on these people to fulfill deadlines. Exactly. The people of Oregon voted for these jokers to represent them. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like I don't think this is what they intended. So sad. I, I hope but, that there's something that they it, can do to these so sad. But it goes to show that they're not for the people anymore. They're just out for themselves oh, no. and what they believe. It's, it's, it's not Trump. about the people anymore. And you and and we have to watch who we put in the office. It starts from the bottom. You know, from from, from these people to the judges to everything. You know, starting at the bottom. It's not always at the top. It's already at the top. Donald Trump. It's crazy behind. <laughs> so. And we got to watch who we call our friends today or and our coworkers. Because we don't know who in this world is a Trump supporter. When we go to talk casually, this person's thinking. Like I said, I will I will tell you a story today in my segment that's going to blow your mind. But well, it's, it's scary. I, I agree. You know, the pro- but the problem is to say, yeah, we got to watch who we vote for. That's very true. But the problem is, many times politicians make promises. They say various things when they're on the campaign trail. But then once they get the um, get the votes and get an office, you know, you, you you what can you do? Once they're in there, now they they might shift gears, which is what a lot of them do. All of that stuff they said when they were on the campaign trail sometimes goes to the wayside, and now it's like, oh well, I got to vote party lines. Well, I think mostly Trump. First of all, with him, a lot of people voted for him because that's their first time knowing him. If you live in the Philadelphia, New Jersey, New York area, you are very familiar with Trump. If you're a sports enthuse, when he never got a team in the USFL, and you know, and he was pissed off with that, tried to sue them and everything because he wouldn't let them get a, a team in there. And so people up north know Trump already, but the Midwest farmer's daughter don't know him, and they voted for him because he came in with all that white rhetoric. That the people out there on those farms and them bluegrass people, they loved it because they wasn't up the hillbillies a damn self. So when Trump started talking all that, Kill him, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up, and the guy punched the black dude at the at the, the well, Republican convention. Entertaining. entertaining. He came out there and entertained. Yeah, but he, but entertaining. Said, but he was he was oh, he was entertaining Caucasians. Right. It ain't about entertaining the world. He was entertaining that group, that mass, that those women. This is why now. He goes to his little press conference, his little his little meeting, his little those rallies, those little rallies, and mm-hmm. he he gets out of there like Steve Harvey, like Bernie Mac. He changes completely. He's like a comedian. He's yeah, yeah. He's having fun. He's loving it because he's around his people, yeah. and, and he's loving it. So anyway, well, speaking of Trump, let's talk about the Democratic debate that happened this week. Oh yeah, woo! Now, I love that, it. I love it. That was very very. Interesting, mm-hmm. very enlightening. Um, I would just say that let me start with who do I think did a good job? Go ahead. I think Kamala Harris yeah. did a great job. I think uh, Cory Booker did a good job. He sure did. I think uh, Pete Buttigieg mm-hmm. did a great job. Castro. Castro did a very good job. Mm-hmm. The people who I think kind of like melted into the background. And a couple of unknowns did a good job, too, especially on the second debate with uh, the one. On the second one, yeah. Right, a couple of second ones, because some of the main guys, what's the boy's name, Bernie Bernie Sanders? You know, 
know what? Horrible. Let me talk about Bernie. He was horrible. I felt like Bernie to me came across just like an angry old man. An angry old man saying that he, he was repeating just the same an old stuff. Angry old man. Well, we need we need free. I just kept feeling free like Bernie. Bernie. Did you, free. Like, did you forget how to have any joy in your life? Yeah, he's horrible. He's horrible. It just seemed like he was just pissed off. He needs to dye his hair. Everybody. He should go to a hairdresser and dye his hair. I don't think that would change his attitude. He should dye his hair, really. It would change get his attitude. And, get a, and get a tattoo. Change his attitude. Get a teardrop tattoo okay, like prisoners. Okay, yeah, that's off the chain. Get one of the teardrop tattoos <laughs> like a prisoner. I mean, I'm just he just saying, he to... came across like he was mad at the world. Yeah. And I felt like I don't want somebody in the White House that's angry all mm-hmm. the time. You know, and and I have to say, I my barometer for what I feel like is the the right example mm-hmm. for the White House is Barack Obama. Barack Obama has well, style, class, flavor, swag, all of that. Mm-hmm. When I looked at those people on the two nights, there were only a handful who I thought checked all those boxes. Bernie was not on my list. I don't know what you think, Kettle. Well, my my boy is Beto. I like Beto. He he spoke his little Spanish, and uh, so did uh, Cory Booker. It's something about Cory Booker. He doesn't he doesn't rub me the right way. Him and Kamala Harris. So we'll see. Oh, Beto think, um, O'Rourke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I think hey, O'Rourke, O'Rourke needs some medication. He needs medication. <laughs> no, he, he just speaks a different language. That's all. Well, he speaks the language, but he speaks like he like he has a like he's on uh, Ritalin or something. I mean, you know, but that's cool. I mean, if you like him, that's cool. I, 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 I like what, what, what he says, but I did think he was right, a little that's bit. What, I'm saying. what he's talking about? I don't get how he speaks. This is what he's talking about. Well, well, it's I'm not. I'm I think Buddha J is a little better than him. To be honest with you. I mean, I used okay. to look at a rook. Everybody got their own opinion. Got their own opinion. <laughs> but Beto right. is my boy. But I, I think. Well, Rook really has a little bit of... Yeah. I don't know. I did think that um, on on the second night, I thought it was interesting when I was looking at uh, one of the news reports where they showed the number of minutes that people spoke. Yeah. It was interesting that, um, gosh, I just forgot his name. Is it Yang? What's his name? The guy who wants to give everybody a thousand dollars. The Asian guy, Yang Yang. Yang. I think his name is Yang. Call him Yin Yang. He he only spoke for like two minutes and some seconds the entire night, yeah. so he barely got in there. Yeah. But I mean, I saw it was challenging to get in there because they were like jockeying and throwing elbows. But I could, yeah, but I was, but, but you know what, there. Kettle? That second night, there was a couple unknown guys. The one was speaking on his father being a. Uh, a carpenter or something, a union guy. He was very good. He spoke a lot of truth about things. He he spoke a lot of truth. See, we, I mean, it's very objective. But one thing, but what got me today, and I mean this sincerely, very sincerely. First of all, Biden was caught with his pants down. Okay, sure. that young lady hit him with something that he knew was another time in his life when he was a typical white guy, and she hit him with that, and he was. Because he started responding to it, and as he was talking, he was rambling. Then he said, my time is up. His time was not up. The the, the, the commentators didn't say, that's it, Mr. Biden, your time is up. He said, he said my time. But then he went to an NAACP meeting today 
to explain himself. How come you couldn't explain yourself last night? Because he couldn't pull it together. He goes to an NAACP. I look at him today, and the NAACP from all these black people. I never was. A, I never was a racist. You know, like wait a minute. You had a sister here last night that confronted you with it. You had the opportunity to confront your adversary, mm-hmm. but you decided to ramble. You you were like a deer in headlights, but then you you passed the buck. Now you're gonna to talk to some Negroes first thing Friday morning. Come on, brother. Because he needed that time Come on. to regroup. Yeah, he regrouped. Mm-hmm. He went to his people's. How can I how can I do some some what they call yeah, it? What do I need to say? What they call that news media when you backtrack your shit? You got damage control. Yeah. When he was doing his damage control, then now why are you gonna wake up a fucking NAACP group of people? And yeah, meet me down at the Marriott. I'll buy lunch because I want. I got something to say. And here come all the NAACP people come. Oh, Biden's gonna talk. Biden's talking it too. Biden's talking it too. Biden's talking it too. And he get up there and he gets with the cameras and everything. No, last night I didn't. Blah blah blah. Well, you could explain that last night to the woman that confronted you. So anyway, that's that's what happens when you don't think. Fast, he wasn't thinking fast, and that show, and that's why I'm not a supporter of Biden after last night, because his ass thing got old. Well, you ain't thinking fast well, on we your can't feet. Deny that. We don't need that. We don't need Time that. Keeps moving. We don't need that. All right. Well, anyway, look, let's go to the line. Well, go ahead. Wait a minute, Cattle. Can we, can we go pick up a caller no. and then we'll come back to you? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I don't want to be rude. I know you got something to say. Caller, welcome to the Pajama Party Show. You are live on the air. Go right ahead with your comments. Hey, everyone. How are you doing tonight? Excellent. Oh, good. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I just wanted so to What do you think about that to, debate? Well, that's why I wanted to add to something Papa Didi said, because, you know, I don't often agree with him. But uh, Biden had <laughs> an <Damn>. opportunity. <laughs> You know, they, they killed Dracula with a wooden stake. Make sure when you go through my heart that is wooden. <laughs> no, but, you know, Biden had an opportunity. I think it's sad that as seasoned as he is, as long as he's been in politics, right. nobody on his team was prepared for that. And what's interesting is, I don't, I don't know if y'all were aware of the tweet, but as she was getting ready to put that on him, or just arrived around the same time, her team tweeted out a picture of her as a young girl walking to that bus. Yeah, I saw it with the ponytails. Yeah, yeah I saw that. And, and, oh, and, no, you know, I didn't see that. And, and you would think that Biden, who's been around forever, um, forever in politics, would have been prepared for some of that. The other side of yeah. it is this, and, and this is something that I've been trying to explain to some of my friends. Like, unfortunately, I have a lot of associates and coworkers who are Trump supporters because they're single issue or only two issue voters, and they don't understand the sum total of why that's ignorant. But oh, one of the things I've trying to explain this to, to, to some of the Democrats that are having a hard time, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, most of them who've been around a long time, whether they are inherently prejudiced, biased, racist, or whether they truly believe they are not, they're from an era where they've never had to deal with the idea 
that they would not be the major, ma, majority and in charge. Yes, and you're so right. You're right. Now that that's happening, they seem to be coming off more and more angry by the month. Right. And right. I, I did not understand 80% of Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders' attitude last night. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. I because said he just looked like an angry old you, well, you man. Know, like, caller, why are you so mad? You know, caller, Bernie Sanders last night was like a man without a country. He didn't yes. know. You, you know the term. You know the term. Get in where you could fit in. He yes. didn't, he didn't know where to fit in. He didn't know where to fit in. All these all these young ideals and people talking a lot more flavorful and things like that. And he just was like, he was very you know. But I also think that, the, in my opinion, the distribution, I, I don't think that uh, Ms. Harris and Sanders and Biden should have been on the same stage. That was too much. I think one of the three of them should have been on the first night. Yeah, they could have put maybe Ms. Right. Harris on the first right. night or Biden on the first night. Because they had three heavy hitters like that. And they didn't realize how, how much of a heavy hitter Ms. Harris is. And now they know, you know. And and you know she's nice. But they should have known that. And she's a nice looking woman too, but she's a dog. Okay, well we're not even talking about that. Fine as hell, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. I I say this, and and I'll end it here. One of the things that um I I think is truly interesting about where we are right now as a country is that there are a lot of people that are ignoring who's put them in this horrible position of not being able to maintain, live, have a decent life. Most of us want the same thing. We want to be able to take care of our families, enjoy a few of the finer things, whether it be vacation or otherwise, and right. just live comfortably. We don't have to we all don't have to be millionaires or, or billionaires. But it's yeah. interesting because I have a lot of people who I would never have thought would be a Trump supporter just from the sheer racism alone that Mm -hmm. are Trump supporters because they honestly believe somewhere along the line minorities have have taken something from them. And I always tell them, you know, go back to the Lyndon B. Johnson quote. If you give the lowest uh, economic class white man someone to hate or blame for where he is in life, he will buy anything you sell to him wholesale because he'll believe you share an affinity with him just because of the color of your skin, basically. And that's you're fine, right because that's where we are. Today. And he also said that they also said that he also said that if you if you if you take the lowest black man and make the white man feel that he's above the lowest black man. Then you can pick that white man's pocket, something to that effect. Yeah. I know Joe Madison yeah. says it all the time on his show in the morning, and it's so deep. You know, one thing that I I like about Lyndon Johnson is that he was very knowledgeable about black people, very mm-hmm. knowledgeable. Even though he had his own little Texas thing and what have you, but he, you know, he opened a lot of doors for black people when it came to the civil rights bill and everything. You know, he was the guy there. He had no choice, really, because yeah, he knew he, had no he knew blacks was on the rise at the time. But mm-hmm. but yeah, we're going to get further. We're going to get further on that particular subject, on on where we are right now and what we because everything you look at and everything you view, I saw this, and I'm not going to take the time. Marion Anderson, who was a famous singer back in the day, 
she only sang at the the steps of the Lincoln Memorial because she was not allowed to sing Mm -hmm. at the White House. Everything that black people did back in the day had a white-only overtone. So we always had to do something different. We always had to go through the back door. And what's scaring white folks today is that black folks are progressing. But we're not progressing with cockiness. I tell you who's being cocky right now is, is the Spanish people that are American citizens. Hell, I see more Spanish people cutting grass nowadays. They pull up with a brand new F-150. That's loaded, yeah. and that joint's pulling a it's pulling a, 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 a tractor that's full of weed whackers and ride mowers, and it, these monkeys got money. You hear me? Money is what you yeah. display. You know, it ain't I've what you talk that. about. They are doing it. It's thing. not what you. It's not what you, what you display. I always say people got money, but when they're riding down the highway and they got a big ass beautiful RB. And in the back of the RV, they're pulling a Jeep, a nice brand new Jeep. And behind the Jeep, they're pulling a fucking motorcycle. But you know what, Papa Didi? It goes back to what you said earlier. People have learned, and in that in the Latino community, they have learned to get in where you fit in. Mm-hmm. And if nobody else wants to get into the landscaping industry, the shit dirty. I'm like, you know what? I'm not just here to cut mm-hmm. your grass. I'm going to become a landscaping expert. And I'm, 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 I'm going to analyze the weeds. I'm going to give you expert advice. I'm going to have myself to the point where I can charge you way more Whatever than I just want. a little boy around the corner that's going to cut your grass. Yeah. And that's all they do. Oh, it's vicious. And that's how they're making making the living, creating, I mean, filling the void yeah. in the industry. Yeah. And I can't be mad at that. Yeah. They're doing their thing. Spanish people are really coming well, up because I'm well, telling you. They also understand that a job or career is a means to an end. It's not who you are. And I think Mm -hmm. black people have gotten to the point where their job identifies them. And so, therefore, if they don't have a job to brag about, they feel like they haven't accomplished anything. But I tell people all the time, look at how you live, not how someone else says you should live. Look at how you live and what you're able to do for yourself. That's how you determine whether or not you're doing okay. It's not based Absolutely. on someone else's fantasy. Wow. But thank you, you know, de Blasio, I'm sorry, de Blasio said something that was really interesting last, I think it was last night. He was saying that it's not the immigrants that are preventing American citizens from progressing. He was saying that it's big business that's preventing people from doing some of the things they want to do, but of they're course. blaming it on the yeah, immigrants. Of course. Yeah. And that, and that was yeah. the one point he made that Amazon, I said, all Amazon, right, I can say Walmart. amen to that. Yeah, let's uh, yeah. call it. Thanks for your call. We appreciate uh, we, we appreciate you agreeing with the, we appreciate you agreeing with Papa uh, I'm so happy he got somebody. Everybody, everybody else hates his guts. Yeah, whatever. You get that. one high five tonight. I need okay. some allies. I really oh. do. Anyway, <laughs> Kelly, you still there? All right, Carlos. Thank you so much. We're getting ready to go Thank to you. a. a we appreciate it. We're going to go to a quick break, and then we're coming back with the hit it and quit it. We got some good ones for you, so don't move. We got, oh, my gosh, we got so much stuff. We got to talk about Arby's, uh, the dude that killed the woman in Charlottesville, getting ready to get sentenced, and what's going on in San Francisco with the e-cigarettes. So we're coming right back with that on the other side of the break. This is Beyonce. No. It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody. 
that the pajama party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on until 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Woo! why, darling. That's Red Wine doing her thing. She's... I'm just happy. It's Friday night. I ain't, I ain't mad at you. Go on, do your thing. Thank you. I'm here for Friday night. I'm Go here for it. Go on, girl. Okay, All right, let's... it's time for the hit it and quit it headline, so I am going to attempt mm-hmm. to hit it and quit it. Let's talk about Arby's. Arby's. Arby's got some wild stuff going on. Arby's is trying to turn plant-based meat into what looks like a vegetable. And, you know, some companies have been doing vegetables that look like a meat, you know, like making burgers. I never knew that. Explain No, I'm like, you know, like the Impossible Burger and different kind of things that are soy or not soy, but vegetable-based, but to make a burger. Arby's is doing the opposite. So their new marketing scheme highlights the meat-only credentials. You know their slogan, we have the meat. Mm-hmm. So the company now says that they've produced a new meat-vegetable hybrid food category that they call vegetables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> vegetables. It's an obvious troll against fast food rivals, including Burger King and McDonald's and a dozen or so others. But um, a lot of the other companies are adding plant-based meat alternatives to their menus to satisfy your vegetarian people, you know, because if you're a vegetarian or or a vegan and you want something quick, you go to McDonald's, it's like either beef or chicken. But if you're a vegetarian, you don't want either one. So now, you know, some of these companies are giving you alternatives. So Arby's came up with this. And they're saying that they have no immediate plans to sell these vegetables, but they're saying it's not a joke. This is a real thing. So they created something called a merit, like a spin on a carrot. It's called a merit. It's a meat carrot made of turkey breast sliced into the shape of a carrot. And then they cook it for an hour and they rub it down in a special carrot marinade that's made out of carrot juice powder, and then they top it with maple syrup powder, they roast it in an hour, top it with parsley, and it ends up looking like a great big carrot. It's orange like a carrot. It has a green top with the parsley, but it's actually made out of turkey. The turkey? Yeah, okay. turkey breast, and they form it into like a shape of a, like a triangle. Well, what are they doing? What's, what is the end game with it? What are they doing? It just looks like a carrot. And they're saying it's healthy, 
a merit has 70% of the recommended daily dose well, of vitamin what is, A. What are they selling it as? They're not selling it yet. It's just something that they're doing. I, I don't know if they're planning to sell it. Uh, what they're trying to do is, I guess, keep their self in the game with people, uh, other companies, fast food companies, that are providing vegetable-based alternatives to meat. So you have the Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods, who develop plant-based meat that tastes like real food. Now, I've had a Beyond Burger, and it tastes like a beef burger. It's really good. So they're saying that they want to continue. It's made out of vegetables. <laughs> I don't know what vegetables, but it's made out of vegetables. It doesn't have any soy in it. I'm not sure uh-huh. if it has tofu or what it is, but it's made out of vegetables. We're so, going to... Monday morning, we're going to give Red Wine a colonoscopy. I'm just trying to tell you. That's what they do. We're going to see what's up in her butt, honey. So, anyway, anyway uh, Beyond Meat, those Beyond Burgers that they're doing, their stock has gone up more than 500% since May when their company went public, you know, with so their IPO. Well, they, they did an IPO, which is an inner, what is it, in, yeah. initial public offering. Um, in May, All right. and 500%. They're okay. doing their thing. All right. Well, in my opinion, stay away from Arby's because they're they mixing some shit, and we don't want to They got that. the meat, and now they got the marrow. Oh, yeah, well, they got the chemical labs. They got labs. vegetables. They got the chemical lab making all kind of crazy they shit. They got vegetables. So if you go but to see, Arby's. But see, my thing is, my thing is you're you going to come out with Arby's and saying they got the meat. Now, all of a sudden, you, you, you have the other meat. <laughs> Got a, like yeah, got a carrot meat? made out of turkey and shit. Yeah, no, but it's made out of turkey, mm-hmm. so it's still meat. It just mm-hmm. looks like a carrot. I don't think it's, it's just gonna wash well. Mm-mm. To me, I I, to my, my thing is, but if you specialize in certain things, stay with that, and don't try to get in the game of other things. Yeah. Stay with that. If I want meat, I'm gonna go to Arby's. If I want yeah. chicken or or seafood or somewhere else, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Roast just, beef. Just stick they with what you got. Good ass roast beef there. That roast beef was off the chain. Okay, y'all just haters. Anyway, but the roast, uh, you know what? The only thing I don't like about the roast beef is they put a lot on there, but it's never hot. It's never hot. Yeah. I like my sandwich to be hot, and it's never hot. I heard that. Oh, you like it hot, huh? You like your meat. Oh, I like you it hot. hot. You are. You are. High quality. Kevin right. said she want her meat to be hot. Okay. Okay, well, let's, let's speak about, let's, let's make this a more happier note here. Uh, James Alex Fields was sentenced in, in Charlottesville for the attacks for his hate crime. And I say happy because I'm so glad this man was finally convicted. The white supremacist who killed the woman by plowing his car into a crowd of protesters during the 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, was sentenced on Friday to life in prison on federal hate crime charges. Yeah. Now, he's going to a federal prison. A federal prison is not as vicious as a state prison, so his ass still got off lucky. But at least he'll be in jail for the rest of his life. And um, the young lady that got killed, um, her mother testified when it came to the uh, the, the sentencing hearing and everything. And, I remember that. And the Heather young lady, Heyer. Yeah, Heather Heyer. Heather Heyer. You know, it's so interesting how God works because they go down there to be vicious and everything and be all right-wing and all racist and whatever and end up killing a white woman. 
okay? And then the guy who, who, what was he thinking? What makes you think that you're going to put such loyalty to a foundation that you're going to drive your car at a high rate of speed into a crowd? And after you did that, you're going to put it in reverse and back up. But let me tell you something about a vehicle because I'm a little bit mechanically inclined. Now, when you ram into something with the front of your car, you have the chance of destroying your radiator, okay, your alternator, your belt, your serpentine belt. There's a lot of things that could have went wrong where that car could have, once it crashed, it could have not moved. Mm-hmm. He was lucky that he was able to back that car up because I'm telling you, if that car would have stalled for a minute and not been able to go in reverse from them people – they would have whipped his natural ass right there. It wouldn't even been necess- it wouldn't even been a situation of a trial involved because they would have whooped his ass so bad at that trial at that particular scene. It wouldn't have been funny. But this man went down there and killed a white woman. God bless her family. God bless her life. God bless everything that has to do with that young lady that got killed. And I'm so glad that this gentleman got life in prison without the chance of parole. He was yeah. for the rest of his life in jail. And then the sentence went on today, and he sat there in court looking like a jerk-off because you're supporting the right wing. You're supporting everybody that has to do a right wing, everybody from uh, people that was with Trump, uh, the whole nine, the whole nine, believe me. And, and Trump, I don't know if Trump could even pardon the guy. I mean, it's just, he probably wants to just to save face with his people. but And I'm sure the right wing people are, are ur- ur- urging Trump to to pardon him. I mean, it's just it it was a mess. It was a mess. But thank God the man was convicted and he's uh, gonna spend the rest of rest of his life in jail. So my brother, good riddance to you. Good riddance to bad rubbish. He drove from Ohio. He did a crime in Virginia. He never took his ass back to Ohio. And his mother sat there crying in the courtroom. Well, your son made the decision and you gotta live with it. So I got no sympathy for his ass. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's the way that cookie. That's a good hit. Right. Yeah. Bye. See you. Yeah. Yeah. Go to jail, brother. Don't do not collect. Yep. Do not collect two hundred dollars in the mon- as a monopoly. Do not pass go. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Sit down. Mhm. All right. What Bombs else is happening? Yeah. Uh-huh. I said, what else is happening, Kel? Oh, I got the next one. <laughs> All right. Yes, you did. Not a problem. San Francisco <coughs> bans e-cigarettes. Interesting. Oh, I never the e-cigarettes. Anyway. Yeah, I don't like nothing you got to plug in the wall. Well, I don't like nothing you got to plug into a USB port. <laughs> But it still has nicotine. I just don't get it. They say it. Well, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about the jewelry. Well, not only that, yeah, Kettle. that's the jewelry. Not, that's only that, not only that, Kettle, you plug this thing into a USB port, an electrical socket, you really? to charge it up. Yeah, because it has a little wow. charging thing on it. It has a USB port to charge up the thing that you suck. I, mean, I, I ain't going to get into it. Go ahead. You got the story. Okay. No, it's crazy. All right. Um, so San Francisco will become the first U.S. city to to ban the e-cigarette sales after a unanimous vote by the Board of Supervisors. Um, the mayor has 
excited, indicated she plans to sign the measure. The city is legally able to pass the ban unless and until it's challenged. Okay, interesting. Uh, there are ballot initiatives, and Jewel is already prepared to get the signatures to get on the November ballot to absolutely get rid of this ordinance. So they're fighting against it, this Jewel cigarette thing. Um, Jewel may carry the day, she added. Because adults, particularly adults in places like California or San Francisco, don't like being told by legislators what they can and what they cannot do. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Um, Jewel, which is based in San Francisco, is the most popular e-cigarette brand. That is interesting. The company said in a statement that this full uh, prohibition will drive former adult smokers who successfully switched to vapor products back to deadly cigarettes. Deny the opportunity to switch for current adult smokers and create a thriving black market. Well, they got to buy it on black market, so let it be it. But you have made, this company, Jewel, has made so much freaking money, it's ridiculous. And so right, something needs right. to be done because these, these teenagers, right. they are getting a hold of these Jewel cigarettes, and mm-hmm. it's, just going, it, it, it's crazy. They love so, it. They love it. But what they should do probably to start taxing them. You want to sell the jewel cigarettes? We're gonna tax your ass. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna tax the hell out of you. But did you see? Did you see the X-ray of the kid who that jewel cigarette blew up in his mouth? Lord Jesus, no, I did not. That Mm -hmm. was um, circulating last week. Because I tell you, you charge the jewel with it in in the socket in the socket to charge up the the thing. That way you oh it's. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but I saw the x-ray, and it blew out part of his jaw. Blew out his jaw, his teeth. It was a mess, and that was just looking at the x-ray. Because he was probably probably toting it while it was still plugged in the wall. I don't know. To charge up the flow. I didn't get You know what, Kettle? You know what, Kettle? You know what, Kettle? You know what gets me, Kettle? Is when I see somebody tote on a jewel... They're getting like nine pounds of smoke. You ever see the smoke that comes out when they blow it out? Yes, yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like nine. It's just the room just lights it. I'm like, damn. It's a lot of smoke. How are you going to inhale all that smoke that's not giving you a fucking buzz? They told me it was vapor or something. I'm yeah, like, some well, kind what difference does it make? Ah, uh, man, please. I'm not. Like the sand went back in the day. We had a sand back in the 70s. It's fun to play games with vision. But don't play games see, with your eyes. The crazy part is, is the e-cigarettes have been approved, also have not been approved by the FDA, which has said that the e-cigarette use in young people is an epidemic. No shit. <laughs> we didn't know that. Just like cigarettes was back in the day when we were growing up. So now they're doing this electronic mess, um, and it seems like it's worse than regular cigarettes. Really? Mm. Yeah, but look at how long it took for them to figure out the actual harmful effects of nicotine in cigarettes. That's not something they you knew. Figure they out just lied. Well, nope, they didn't figure it out. They knew. They just lied. So whatever the 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 um, companies were telling them, they were lying. They were making up fake stuff. They were just lying because they knew the effects of nicotine before cigarettes started. They knew it. They just, I guess, so you, continued to research and research and finally dug. And got the real answer. So, so you saying it's a conspiracy? 
Yep. Yep. This, okay. this is a new way to get to get how to die. <laughs> you figure it out. Okay. So conspiracy concocted by the man. Ooh, it's a C O N. That's what it is. That's what it All is. Right. By the man well, for the man, something, something, something. <laughs> for the benefit of the man, manipulated and perpetrated by the man. All right. Well, we're gonna take a break, CC break, and we're gonna come back. Where are we coming back? We're coming back with Papa Didi and what's popping? You ready, Papa? I'm ready. All right, we're gonna take a quickie, and we're coming back with Papa Didi and what's popping. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of your hosts, Papa Didi. Woo! I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Woo! What's happening? Some fun, darling. All right. It's time for Papa Didi and what's popping. So, uh, what's popping tonight? Wow. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm, I'll be honest with you. You know, it's, it's so interesting. I tell you, man, I don't know. As a as a as a black man, as a man of color, as a brown man, you never know what you're projecting to other people. You know, I just think that that white folks have lived such a privileged life for so long. They've never been a victim of anything that has to do with negativity concerning their race. Okay, let me repeat that. White folks have never been a victim of anything concerning their race. They've always been on the top side of any negativity concerning their race. And it was very evident today when I was in a liquor store today. I, I, I got a couple 12-packs of um, St. Pauli Girl, which is my favorite beer. My, St. Pauli Girl is my, that's my bitch. That's my new bitch. I drink her. And um, <laughs> Woo! red wine. <laughs> <We're here. laughs> anyway, um I was I was just kind of talking casual. See, sometimes I talk casual around white folks just to see where their heads are, just to see where their versatility is. And this was an older white man, and he's working in a liquor store. You know, he's a typical poor white trash motherfucker with a job. He wasn't doing nothing in particular. You know what I mean? I could have I could have I could have got rid of him like I do on 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 a, a you know you know the spray bottle when you kill hornets and shit. You know, hornets and wasps. Wasps and hornets are the bugs that fly in your yard. When you get hornets and wasps spray, that shit come out long and hard because they know that hornets are some bad motherfuckers, man. Them bees, not only will they sting the shit out of you, but them bitches can fly. So the 
the hornets, the hornets and wasp spray is some serious shit. When you spray it, this shit go like 10 feet in the air, and you can get them jokers, right? But I was buying some beer and some booze because I'm taking a trip here in the next couple of days. And I was just making, I was making references about um, the debates the other night. And uh, I said something, well, I'm trying to figure out what I said to him. I said that, uh, you know, as far as unarmed black men getting shot by cops. So now I've been, I've been spending money at this liquor store for a long time. And this little older black man, older than me, he says, uh, yeah, I don't want to always say that stuff. You know, people are people. Ah, ah. He didn't go along with the fact that black men are being, unarmed black men are being killed by cops. He kind of like played it off like, why are we complaining about it and black people kill, you know, black people get killed. It, it wasn't no big deal to him. And being the fact that I go in there and I buy I, I handled this motherfucker with kid gloves. I didn't really jump in his ass. I could have fucking slayed him like a dragon and, and buried his ass in a fucking shallow grave. But I, I, I let him off easy. You know what I mean? I said, okay, let me just let me just not fuck with this poor white trash motherfucker. Ignorant bitch. Okay, let me just like, you know, let me just kind of play along with him. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know. I said, well, you know, black men again. I mean, you see, he said to me that people are people and people just get killed or some shit. Some crazy shit he said. Now, this is a black man and never had to deal with the consequences of his race being unlawfully killed or unlawfully not allowed or anything. This man has never had the the option of going in the back door or using another way to get in somewhere or using another way of getting into anything anywhere. And it's like, we have to understand as black people, white folks have never experienced anything that has to do with negativity. So always know that. You can love white folks if you want to. That's your business. But understand that those motherfuckers have never had to alter their fucking movement. They have never had to alter their flavor. When a cop stops them on the street, they don't even, they don't get upset. They feel like a cop's holding them up for where they got to go. And they'll tell the cop, look, I have to go to a meeting. How long is this going to take? If you see it as a black man, shit, you might as well sign your death certificate. But this man in the liquor store today, it just proved to me he was so fucking ignorant on the ways of the world. He did not give a shit about black men unarmed getting shot. He didn't give a shit about it. He even got upset saying, ah, ah, you guys are always bitching about that. He said, you guys, speaking on black people, I could have slayed this motherfucker like a dragon today. But I let the bitch go because I got to come in the liquor store. They got good prices in there. You know what I mean? I get my Martell liquor in there. They got little shot, little little bottles for $1.99. Best prices in town. It's like I fuck with the police, so I'm just trying to keep my rich. But I swear I could have slayed that little white motherfucker like a dragon today. But I let the bitch off easy because I said, you know what? I learned from Martin Luther King and other leaders that I have in my life that, like, let peace be still. And let me not fuck around and, 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 and shoot myself in the foot because I didn't want the local police in there to come take my black ass away. Because the way I would have buried his dumb ass, I mean, he was just an ignorant white motherfucker that I could have I could have slayed this bitch like a dragon. But I said, let me just be cool because I would like to live a long life like Martin Luther King because long life is fruitful and, and privileged. 
and I want to live into my fucking 90s. I didn't want to die in my goddamn 60s, so I let the bitch off. So, anyway, that's all I got to say about that punk-ass racist motherfucker at that liquor store today. All right. All right? Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it was crazy. It's crazy. So he didn't see the issue. He didn't see the issue. He didn't see the issue. He doesn't even know the issue. He don't because they never have had to deal with it. You know, anything that you don't have to deal with, then you don't know. If 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 I if I had a problem, what would they call it? Consonance? You know, when a man drips drips urine in his pants. That you oh, incontinence. Incontinence, yeah. Uh-huh. If I never had a dick drip in my drawers, then I don't know what it's like to have a dick drip in my drawers. So a motherfucker that never had a dick drip in his drawers can't even relate to a, he can't relate to a depend. Or he can't relate to a, a, a pad in front of his drawers to stop his underwear from being fucked up because his dick is dripping. You know what I mean? And this is how white people are. They never had to deal with a dick drip. You or, or you know what I mean? I'm just saying, I'm making jokes, right, but I'm right, saying they right. never dealt with any kind of adverse situations when it comes to an inconvenience of your life when it comes to natural movement. Movement. Well. Anyway. Speaking of urine, I want to go to the weird news and talk about the situation with the cloning of dogs using dog urine in order to do it. I didn't know they could do that. But uh, Richard Remdy recently became the United Kingdom representative for a South Korean company called Soam Biotech, which specializes in pet cloning. He was chosen after first creating two puppies from DNA of his girlfriend's boxer's dog named Dylan. And now he's going to repeat the procedure using genetic material from his now deceased 19-year-old dog named Max. And this is a procedure that's going to be filmed as part of a documentary on HBO. This is some crazy stuff. And more amazingly, Max, this dog that's 19 years old, is going to be cloned from a urine exam, a, a urine sample. Cloned? They're going to clone him from a urine sample. Oh, my God. Unlike Dylan, whose clones Shadowed and Chance, that's the dog's names, were created from tissue samples, the first animals to be cloned from urine were mice. And that was done in uh, Japan's university. Uh, This report about a successful experiment in 2016, they said, you know, they get into it about cells derived from urine can be collected non-invasively. Because, you know, you capture some urine, you do whatever. So they said it could be used for when you have endangered species and whatnot, okay, with no injury to the animal. So they're saying that they have cloned more than 1,000 dogs. I'm like, what? When did this happen? Yes, some, um, some of them were living as pets or they were service animals, and it cost $110,000 to clone these dogs. So that's what slows down some people. But explaining his decision to clone, sorry, his, sorry. Girl- Are you looking? To clone his girlfriend's dog in the first place, He said that his girlfriend, Laura, was so devastated after the death of her dog, which she called her best friend, he said, I would have tried anything to make her happy again. I guess he actually spent that $110,000 to clone the dog. Now, when I looked at the picture, 
it looked just like like the same dog, like identical twins. Mm. Crazy. That's all I'm saying. It's the weird news. Anyway, over to you, Kel. Okay. Why y'all always give me the crazy ones? I'll never know. An historical marker commemorates reported alien abduction. Really? Pantagoula, Mississippi, historical marker has been placed near the river where two men in southern Mississippi said they were abducted by aliens in 1973. News outlets report the city of Mazagula dedicated the marker Saturday at Lighthouse Park. Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker said they were on the shores of the Pasagula River when what appeared to be aliens pulled them aboard a UFO, examined them for about 30 minutes, and then returned them to Earth. Both reported the event to the Sheriff's Department and were checked out at a hospital after it happened. This was on October 11, 1973. The story has um, become known worldwide. Parker published a book about the experience in 2018. Hickson, unfortunately, died in 2011. Both said many people doubted their story. A few witnesses have come forward to um, corroborate some details. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is possible? I don't know. I don't know if this stuff is for real or, or what. I don't know what to think. Having never seen an alien, I don't know what to think of that stuff. You don't believe there's other life force besides us? I think there may be, but for people to say aliens came and took them to this ship and did tests and experiments on them and brought them back here, I, I don't know. Yeah, my thing is what? You know, my thing is I'm kind of on the fence, but why would somebody make some, something up like that? Because if you did, people would think you were nuts, you know what I'm saying? Would Would think, you know, differently of you. So how would you come up with some stories like that? And... Some of the details were corroborated by some witnesses. So, Well, you know, it's easy to get people to corroborate your story. But well, I'm yeah. just saying, sometimes people do stuff to get their five minutes of fame. Right. Three minutes, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, well they got it. They, they got a commemoration. So I guess they'll be telling those stories for times to come, I guess. I suppose. Yep. Yeah. All right. What you got right. for us, Papa? I have a, a man builds a bomb to warn about the uh, alien threat. This happened in Myerstown, Pennsylvania. Where the hell is that at? This is reported by the Associated Press. Uh, authorities alien? say a man who allegedly placed a homemade, homemade bomb in a parking lot behind a Pennsylvania hotel told him he did it to warn police about aliens bent on destroying the planet. State troopers responded to the uh, Marley House in Myerstown on Sunday. They discovered a suspicious package in 29-year-old David Oxenride. The state police bomb squad disabled the package. No one was injured. Authorities said that Oxenride told police that... uh, 
he had an encounter with an alien in 2014. I guess that's like five years ago. Yeah, sure and he did. said they told him that uh, if humans didn't start being good people, that they would destroy the planet with a nuclear laser beam. All right, so Oppenheimer is charged with manufacturing a weapon of mass destruction, causing a risk of, of catastrophe and reckless endangerment, and he's awaiting arrangement, and it's not known if he's uh, retained an attorney or not. So really? he's a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> trying to put a bomb out there to say, y'all better look, the aliens are coming. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we need to hit him with that red shit. Just okay, yeah. Yeah. That red thing on the American, what was it, men in black? Oh, when they flash you with the thing. Flash you with, yeah. Yeah, I think they need to flash him. All right, well, that's the weird news. Um, I'm going to go ahead into, I'm just saying. I'm not going to take a break. Nope, because I want to get into this. Get into it, Doctor. I want to talk about, here's my topic tonight, is you can't shut up everybody. And this has to do with people that try to shut up a group of people. You may try to shut up a group, but you can't shut up everybody. Okay. So recently, I found out that the Republican-controlled Florida House passed a bill that would restore voting rights for ex-felons. And I thought, all right, cool, that's a good thing. But then I found out that they had a condition that the ex-felons have to pay all the fees, fines, and court costs before they can cast their first vote. I was like, what? So why are you trying to disallow people, ex-felons, from being part of the American political system? Now, you know how hard it is to get hired when you fill out an application, right, for a job, and they got that question on there saying, do you have any felony Whatever, you know, that question is on there. You got really, Papa Didi, you got to check that box. So I'm just saying um, if you want to make, um, do all this extra stuff when it comes down to getting back your right to vote, it just doesn't seem fair to me. So I'm just saying if you're trying to silence ex-felons who have already paid their debt to society, you may be able to silence some people, but you can't shut up everybody. We all need to speak up and fight for these people's rights, for these brothers and sisters who have served their time. Now they got to come out of jail and, and pay all this money? Even though the Republicans in Florida say, well, it's part of their sentence, and they're obligated to pay it. What I want to know is, was that stated when they were in court and they were told originally how much time they have to serve? I don't know if they were told that. You know, when you're dealing with a situation and the lawyer's talking to you saying, look, you just need to take the plea or agree to this, agree to that, is it really made clear that, okay, and after you serve your time, you need to pay back the court costs and any other fees and if it was something you stole, whatever the value of whatever that was, you got to pay that back. Is that really made clear? And now here's another problem with all of this. All of this BS disenfranchises the felons, ex-felons, 
from voting, and it ignores the will of over 5 million Floridians who supported the statewide referendum to get rid of this stupidity. Okay, the Floridians, people of Florida said, we don't want them to have to do that. But the Senate decided, oh, yeah, we're going to make them pay. We want them to pay. I'm just saying, you can't shut up everybody. Sooner or later, people's voices will be heard. Now, when you have so many black and brown people in the prison system in disproportionate numbers, then they come up with some ignorance like this. This is just finding new ways to suppress the vote of people of color. And why is that? Because many of them would be voting Democratic. And these crafty, manipulative Republicans know that. This is why they work and fight so hard day and night to stack the deck against us. Now, this is not dissimilar to what was called a poll tax that was instituted against not just black people but poor people in southern states back in the late 1800s. So let's go back in time, late 1800s. Even though the 15th Amendment gave former slaves the right to vote, many poor people, both black and white, did not have enough money to vote because of what they called a poll tax. Mm. They would show up to vote, and then people at the polls were like, oh, well, you got to have some money. you got to pay this. you got to pay that. And if they didn't have it, they would get turned away. So that BS got overturned with the 24th Amendment to the Constitution that ended poll taxes That's on true. January 23rd, 1964. Now, this bullshit, I'm sorry, bullcrap has been going on, had been going on since the late 1800s. It wasn't until 1964, January 23rd, that the 24th Amendment got rid of the poll tax. 64 years later. Yeah. So they've been rolling with that bullcrap for a long time. Somebody needs to tell these racist, vote-suppressing Republicans in Florida that this thing was done... In 1964, stop trying to suppress the vote. All they're doing is creating a whole new version of it, and they're targeting now the ex-felons this time, who happen to include large numbers of people of color. I'm just saying, if voting was not so important and so powerful, I don't think people would try so hard to keep us from doing it. It makes me want to vote even more. Every time there's an opportunity to vote, we need to be the first in line to let our voice be heard and let our vote be counted. It's a commodity that not all Americans can afford. That's because of stupid stuff like what they're doing in Florida. So that's all I'm saying. This is red wine, and I'm just saying they can't shut us all up. So stand up and be heard every chance you get. That's right. That's all I'm saying. That's right. Thanks. That's right, real one. I hear you. All right. This stuff makes me angry. You know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, and I'm I'm gonna go right right into this on on uh, living for the city. And I appreciate you, Red Wine, saying that because I've always told people that if you have older parents, if you have parents that are seven years or older. You have to understand that the 1800s was not that long ago. 
not that long ago. Stop thinking 1800s is ancient time. If you go in some of these cemeteries, you will see that there's 1800s on these tombstones. Very prevalent. Very prevalent. My own grandparents were born in the 1800s. My, my father's parents was born in the late 1800s. I think one of them was born in 1896. The other one was born in 1892. My father was born in 1924. So, hell, if you're born in 1924, hell, your parents got to be born in the late 1800s. If you're born in 1924, were they 24 years old when they had your ass? You know? And he's the youngest out of five kids. Hmm. So they had to have him long before that. But, and it's so sad. If you would relate to what Red Wine was saying is that problems that we dealt with in the late 1800s was not, they was not settled until 64 years later. So all I'm saying is that white folks have been living a privileged life for a lot of years. And the fact that black people are trying to come into their own is only pissing them off because they have been privileged for so long. Now they're not they're not they only they only beating up on the illegal Spanish people, but the legal Spanish people are living large. Hmm. They live in large. They're cutting grass. They're doing all kind of shit. They're driving brand I, I was at Home Depot the other day. I saw this Spanish guy. He was, I guess, he was building somebody's steps. He had the little, the little zigzag thing you put on the end of the steps that goes up the steps. He had the wood and everything, some cement, what have you. This boy had an F one fifty that was brand new. It was off the chain, off the chain. Two thousand nineteen F one fifty, brand new, brand friggin' new. And it just it just go to show you that the progress they're making is crazy. But anytime black folks start making progress, white folks feel like whatever they have in their privileged world is gonna be threatened because you as a black man, you're driving a Mercedes now. Why aren't I driving a Mercedes? Well you're not driving Mercedes because your poor white trash ass ain't stepping up your game. You've been living off of you've been living off of white privilege, but you have not been progressing as the year goes on. You've been living off what you got. You can't keep living off what you got. You got to rebuild, as the Bible say. You got to find new ways of profit. And white folks ain't been doing that because they just feel like, long as I'm white, my shit gonna come natural. It's not gonna come natural. That's not the world we living in today. That's why you get pulled over and you got a nice car because the cop want to see when not you stealing or dealing. You got a nice Cadillac. You got a nice Mercedes. You got a nice BMW. He just pull you over because he want to know who you are and what you're made of and how the hell did you afford this fucking brand new Cadillac? How did you afford this brand new Mercedes? How did you afford this brand new fucking BMW with your black ass? I'm a police officer making $46,000 a year, and I drive a motherfucking Honda Accord. You know, we have to understand the mindset of people and try not to do things that's going to upset their ass because the more upset the white cop gets, the more vicious he gets because that's what he's made of. That's who he is. That's what pisses him off. That's why when you get stopped, you need to act like a typical a typical black Sambo motherfucker, tell him what he wants, let him know what he wants to hear, yes sir, 
Yes, sir, his ass to death. Lick his ass, lick his balls. If he pulls out his balls, then go ahead and tea, then go ahead and fucking teabag his ass. Just so you can leave from the scene without getting your black ass shot. You know, all I'm just saying is that, you know, and, and one more thing I want to say, and I'm not going to take the time for it all. I, I heard two different things today that really pissed me off. You got the Clay Kane show on um, Urban View. I listen to Urban View. It's on satellite radio. Urban View. A lady came on today and she was talking in Biden's defense. And she said, uh, well, you know, I don't believe that uh, that, that Miss Harris, and she jumped in Harris's ass. She said, I don't believe Miss Harris. I'm, I'm a Biden fan. And Miss Harris, we need to watch herself because that was a long time ago. And, and this is a black woman talking now. Nobody cares about what happened 30 years ago with you with your busing and things. Biting is a man for us. And, and she's just, this is a black woman so prone into licking white ass. And she didn't give a shit about what Miss Harris said, talking about how that was long ago. Okay? Then you have Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, what's the name? Mitch McConnell? Is that how you pronounce the name? Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago saying that why should we be concerned with black reparations, 40 acres and a mule, when that happened a long time ago? Let me talk like him. That happened a long time ago. We're not responsible for some stuff that happened so long ago that nobody here today is involved in, blah, 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 blah. Now, either that woman or Mitch McConnell would never say that shit to the Jews about the fucking Holocaust. If you tell a holo- if you tell the Jews to forget about the Holocaust, they will shoot you in your fucking balls, okay? They will kick your ass. The Jews want you to remember the Holocaust for the rest of your life, whether you was involved in it or not. That's just what they believe in, that's what they know. But black people, this lady today on it on a Clay Kane show, was saying that, oh, I don't know why Miss Harris was freaking out over something happened thirty years ago. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, well, damn, sister. If that's how Miss Harris felt about the shit, she probably had a chance to confront Biden in a fucking open forum that she's running against him, she's competing with him, and she wanted to lay his ass to rest. And she did. She knocked his ditch in the, she knocked his dick in a watch pocket. Okay? So that's what she did to him today. But it's, it's so sad today that our own black people have their own racist levels where they would disarm. Now, and here's the deal, and I'm, I'm going to close on this. If if Miss Harris wins the primary and she becomes the elected official to go against Trump, that black woman is so pro Biden will not vote for her. She won't even vote, and Trump will fucking win. Trump will fucking win because your dumb black ass loves Biden so much. You licking his white balls so much that you will pick that black. You will not even vote for that black woman. Because you're pissed off because your man Biden didn't get in. And that's why these Republicans win this shit. Because black people are fucked up too. They're fucked up too. Excuse my language. No, don't excuse my language. I said this shit to make my story sound better. Anyway. All right, man. I am not mad at that. Should have heard her. Crazy. It's all crazy. All right, Papa Didi, thank you so much. Uh, Let's see. Let's shift gears and go out to Cattle on the West Coast and find out what's happening in Hollywood, what's happening in the entertainment world. Can we take a little minute, CC break first? 
Can we take a little break? I got to recoup from Papa D. <laughs> Let's take a little break. <laughs> I didn't mean to go so hard, man, but I'm just, Woo! I'm just, this racial shit is driving me nuts, man. I'm sorry, it's driving me nuts. All right, we'll, okay, okay, no problem. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with Kettle and uh, the Hollywood wrap up. You're in tune to the late night adult pajama party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> I had to go give me a shot of tequila. I had to, I had to, woo, I had to regroup on that yeah, one, Pop. That's right. I'm drinking some Elijah okay. Craig. Well, let's mm-hmm. head out to the Hollywood Report with ba, da, da. to find out what's going on in the What you got for oh, us, boy? You better hold on to your wigs and sit down tight. What's going on? Ivana Trump announces that she is single and rich in epic break up statement. She goes on to say Ivana Trump has broken up with her boyfriend slash ex-husband. He was um what, thirty seven or forty seven and she is uh seventy years old? Um, they divorced in 2009 and reconciled soon after that. They split, so they got divorced, got back together, and now that he's gone now, Trump and her fourth husband remain friendly, no longer romantic, romantically involved. While most broke breakups um, statements would uh, end there, this one went on to to taunt her marriage to President Trump. Saying this, this blew up. Divorce her, her, her divorce deposition that he sexually assaulted her. Now this is Donald Trump. She named each of their headline drawing children, which was Ivanka, Don Jr., and Eric. And she mentioned being selected to the 1972 Olympic ski team, despite the validity validity of this um, claim being disputed. So she's saying that Donald Trump sexually assaulted her. But I guess she was being hush-hush because of their divorce, I guess. So Trump's, uh, her statement about the split was the uh, true kicker, though. She said, I am once again a single woman, and I have the freedom to do whatever I want with whomever I want, and I can afford my lifestyle. Excuse me. We go back to the white privilege again. And she claimed that she's done. She's done with being married. Okay. Um, interesting. They were on the Dancing with the Stars in Rome, 
when they were married, her and, and the husband. His name is uh, mm. Ruby Condi. Um, like I said, he was 47. They dated for six years, and um, they married. Check this out. It was a $3 million wedding at Mar-a-Lago in 2008. So oh, really? So in her divorce from Donald, from Donald, she got the estate for one month out of the year. Oh, and of wow. course, she had the two sons, Don Jr. and Eric. They wore white tuxedos, and Ivanka, she was a bridesmaid. I was like, interesting. Wow. I wonder where was Donald Trump? A buh, 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 buh. <laughs> wow. Also, talking about relationships, everybody knows Catherine McPhee and David Foster, they've been dating. You know, she's from American Idol, and he was a consultant on the American Idol show. Um, he is, uh, what, 68 or 67, and she is 33. But uh, they in marital bliss. Matter of fact, they're getting married today, June the 28th, which is today. They're tying the knot. They have been dating um, for about, um, I think, four years, they said. And um, they want to tie the knot. I was like, okay. I ain't mad at She was in a two-year relationship with uh, um, this show she was on called The Scorpion. Her co-host, um Elias Gable, they dated for two years, and then he was married for um, four years, um, and he just recently divorced his wife, which was, um, she was a real um, real housewives of um, Beverly Hills. Yolanda had it. But, um, hey, they say it's going to work, so we'll see. She reminds me of Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey got married to the older gentleman, um, and oh, she yeah. kind of more or less used him for her you know, to, to advance her career. Uh, hey, he, look, David Foster, he got the money, and uh, she got the look, so she said, I'm, I'm going to use it. So I, don't, I ain't mad at her. Okay. In other news, Chaka Khan says she was pissed about hearing Kanye West sample her song through the fire. So West, he did call her and ask her if he could sample the song. This is the 85 uh, track through the fire. And Chaka Khan, she was not happy about the result. When she heard the song for the first time, she was taken aback as the hook was extremely sped up. Um, Chaka Khan went on to admit that had she known West was going to change her vocals, she would have said no. She would have said, hell no. So when asked if she ever told uh, Kanye West how she felt, Khan said no. She says, I mean, well, what can I say? Nonetheless, she's reaping the benefits. She's getting paid. So uh, you can say all you want, whatever you want, but you're getting paid. So that's that. Also, I want to report on our BET Awards. Our girl, Regina Hall, she did the damn thing. She did it. DC's own Regina Hall. She invited EU, her girl, Taraji P. Henson. They did the butt when they first came out. That was the so, yes, um, um I think this was one of the best BTs I've, I've I've seen because they brought the flavor of DC. And matter of fact, I spoke to her earlier. She called me earlier and told me that she just had to get EU there, and he said he had canceled some appointments just to be there. BT. 
So they had performances by EU, Kirk Franklin. They did the damn thing. Some new rapper, a female called Lizzo, with the uh, wedding gown and everything. I couldn't get into that, but, I mean, if that's your flavor, that's your flavor. Um, Lucky Day. Lucky Lucky Day. Roll some more. That's that's his new single. He's off the chain too. Um, Carney B, Fantasia, she got it in too with her new single. She was wearing oh, yeah. the damn um thigh um, high boots. Um her right. Um also um the marathon continues the tribute to um Nipsey Hustle. That was off the chain with John Legend and Kelly and they had a whole choir backing them up and Marsha Ambrosia. She got she did the damn thing also. Yeah, she sure um, did. So they, yeah, so they had um um various winners like Connie B, she won, Nipsey Hustle, he won, Drake, he did a collaboration with um a couple of rappers, Beyonce, she got it in, so she she won an award. Migos, um, it's a rap group, Bruno Mars, your boy, uh Red Wine, um, uh, Michael yeah. B. Jordan, he won best actor. And um, the best um, movie was um, Black Klansman. That's with um, Denzel Washington's um, son. He played the lead role in that. So those were some of the winners um, on the uh, BET Awards. But I'm telling you, I'm so proud to see Regina do her thing. She did yeah, it. She, she put she DC on the it. map. Yeah, she did That's what thing. I'm talking about. They, they talked about that on TV and the radio. So, yeah, um, she talked about Mary Berry and yep. Bitch Set Her Up. Yeah. 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 Oh, and my girl, I'm sorry, my bad. One more thing. My girl, she got that uh, Lifetime Award. Mary J. Blythe, she got it Uh in. She did her thing. You talking about a concert? That was a concert to remember. Sitting beside her boy that started her career. Uh, um, uh, P. Diddy. He started it all. Uh Mama was sitting right beside her. So Rihanna was sitting beside him, so they got it. They all got it in, so it was off the yeah. chain. Yeah, yeah they know their they know their beginnings. I appreciate that. They all went back to their beginnings. Yeah, you got to go back where it all started. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back when you was poor and and was you know. Okay. Well, it's time for the cocktail of the week. What you got for us, Kevin? Hey, I'm kind of parched. Let me let, let me let me see if I can get me a sip of this cocktail. <laughs> oh, yeah. The rosemary citrus greyhound. Need a bird bath. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Here we go. Quarter cup of vodka. That's it. Hey, I might need more than that. A half a cup of grapefruit juice. That's that's your thing, Papa. A splash of lemon okay. juice. A splash of orange liqueur of your choice. One rosemary sprig to garnish and one uh, slice of um, grapefruit to garnish. So we're going to combine the um, vodka, grapefruit juice, lemon juice, and orange liqueur in a large pitcher. Oh, we're making a large pitcher. Serve in glasses over ice and garnish each glass with a rosemary sprig and a grapefruit slice. It sounds delicious. Mm. Woo! Rosemary citrus greyhound. The rosemary citrus greyhound, remember? I'm not understanding what the greyhound comes in, but it, whatever works for you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cute. So it will be on our yeah, website, com. Yep, yep, yep. 
All right. Hey, uh, Papa Didi, can you tell the people uh, about what is the Kiss It list? Because we're getting ready to move into the Kiss, kiss It list. list. We're going to go into that. That's the thing where um, all people we talked about that we was pissed off about what they did. We're telling them to kiss our complete butt heinies, and uh, we're going to put them on a list and give them a song, and uh, that's how it goes. Okay. Well, can, can I start it off? Because I, I have a list. Yeah. I've been compiling a list all week. So I've got, uh, now this is an interesting one, Jefferson County Grand Jury. This is out of Birmingham, Alabama. Uh Uh-oh. They have decided to indict a black woman who was shot by another black woman. They indicted her because she was pregnant, five months pregnant. Okay. Yeah, I heard about that. Five months pregnant. She started a fight with the other black woman. The other black woman shot her in the stomach. She later miscarried, lost the baby, but she got indicted and held on a $50,000 fine in jail because they're saying, you're the mother, you should have protected the unborn child. The uh, the woman who pulled the trigger and shot her in the stomach got nothing. Mm. She wasn't jailed, she didn't get indicted, nothing. No charges. How stupid is this? This woman, I don't care who started the fight. This woman brought a gun to the fight, shot her in the belly, killed her unborn child, but she is the one who's being fined. This is ignorant. So I'm putting the Jefferson County Grand Jury in Birmingham, Alabama, on the kiss it list because y'all some stupid-ass people. Always have been. Uh, Trump, putting him on the list. Because of his comment he made regarding E. Jean Carroll, who uh, accused him of sexual assault, when he said, she's not even my type. Well, not today she's not. <sighs> I'm sure 30 years ago, she, when you was grabbing her pussy in the fitting room, she didn't look like that. Yeah. So he's on the kiss it list. Also, there's a 30-year-old Princeton graduate who killed his father by shooting him in the head after his father said, I'm cutting off your allowance. Uh-oh. This dude is 30 years old. Uh-oh. You going to kill your father? Because he said, look, at 30 years old, I'm not giving you an allowance he anymore. He probably was dating a white woman. I mean, he a went black and woman. shot him in the head? What is wrong with he you? He probably was dating a black woman. That's probably why. I'm wrong him. with him. Uh, also, I've got Kim Kardashian. Uh-oh. She came out recently with a new shapewear line, you know, to suck it in, flatten it down, and all of that. She named her shapewear line Kimono. Mm. Kimono, right? Why are you going to name it after Japanese kimono? Mm. It has nothing to do, because a kimono is a, fl- a free-floating, loose garment. This thing is sucking in everything. Yeah. And you, you, you're playing off of a Japanese cultural garment. Once again, cultural misappropriation. Why? I'm pissed off and offended the Japanese people, so come on, Kim. I never was a fan of Kim because when I saw the mixtape between her and Ray J, yeah. you know, she's got a typical fat JJ that is not that attractive. So she may be pretty in the face and pretty in the makeup and all that shit and fat ass, but that JJ is very typical. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't see all of that. Anyway. Also, the Oregon runaway senators, all of y'all, put y'all on the kissing list. And then I've got one last one, no, two more. The racist employees at J. Alexander Restaurant in West Bloomfield, 
Michigan, for asking a black woman to give up her table for two white women. Oh, yeah, that was, I heard about that. Yeah. And then when she said no, they the, the server told her, well, they I'm not going to wait on you. They dogged. I'm not going to serve you. And she already had that a drink. That was right outside Detroit. Yeah. They took her drink off the table, and threw it out. the sink, and then made her pay for the drink. Man, I She couldn't you, even drink. I, I, you and know, then showed her to the door, told her, get I out. Could, I could not even been a part of that situation. Ooh, man. They I would have tore that joint down. They would have had to haul me out of there. I would have acted like I was having an epileptic seizure I, and tore that joint up. I just think the black people should stop patronizing that place. But I'm saying, I would have acted like I had epilepsy and I would have just started jumping in but you know we got some thing, and I would have ripped you know, real, hold it real from one side we got that. some bougie Negroes that are walking there with their money saying ah fuck it I got money blah, 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 yeah blah. well they need to stay out of there just stay out and That's last right. on my list is Arby's for creating that thing called a merit made out of meat yeah. it looks like a carrot some chemical shit yeah shame on y'all me I want to talk about this guy at the liquor store today who was so fucking racist, and I should have slayed him like a fucking dragon. But I let the bitch go because I like the prices in the liquor store. I didn't want, I didn't lose, I didn't want to lose clout on going in there. Plus, they got my St. Pauli girl beer. I can't really find my St. Pauli girl. He has St. Pauli girl. Okay. So, but I, I swear I want to slay that motherfucker like a dragon because he said some stupid shit to me today that was just so racist that was wasn't even funny. And he didn't even realize it. He was just a dumb white fool. Well, that's ignorant for you. He was just talking shit, and I was like, boy, you were the most ignorant motherfucker on the planet. I mean, it was crazy. Older motherfucker. I was like, damn, you a racist okay. piece of shit. Anybody else? Kevin, you got anybody? Nope. Nope. Y'all covered everybody. How about Macy's? Gonna put Macy's on? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't messing with you, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no. well, we have a, if that's everybody, we got a special gift for everybody on the kissing list. Here's your prize. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Welcome back to Pajama Party Money Host Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay. It's time for the last word. What's your last word, Papa D? My last word is that uh, uh, we won't be here next week. We'll probably have a pre recorded show. Because we're uh, going to head down to the Essence Festival. Oh, yeah. New Orleans. Pajama party will be down in New Orleans at the Essence Festival. Mm-hmm. Essence, we're coming for you. Coming for you. And uh, yeah, it's a yearly thing that goes on where, you know, uh, in New Orleans you can walk around with 
drinks in your hands. There's no restrictions. There's no laws. Yeah. So meet and family. Come on down. All Come right. on down. My anyway. last word is if you have the opportunity to vote, please get out and vote. Every time there's an opportunity, I don't care what it is. If it's a city thing, county thing, state thing, local, whatever it is, don't wait for just the presidential election to vote. Exercise your right to vote every time you get a chance. That's why so Because it is a privilege. That's right. That's why some people like McConnell, Mitch McConnell's in for a thousand years. Exactly. Because of the same old people. Who are we voting for, honey? We vote for Mitch McConnell. Yeah, every year. Every so, year. I'm just reminding people, you know, voting is a privilege. Please exercise your right to vote. Over to you, Kim. Uh, yeah, I did one. Um, I, I missed out on the kisser list, but the Oregon um, folks that walked out, as far as um, you know, the, the uh, legislation they were supposed to be passing, they walked out on some decisions they were supposed to make. Yeah, we had them what on the, there. What the, Okay. All right, but I'm just not understanding. It's just it's so unfortunate, and I don't think that it's. Um, I mean, our current president he could be the catalyst to a lot of things that are going on, but a lot of this stuff has already been going on for a long time. He's I think he's just bringing it to the light, and we need to be smarter and and just. Realize who we're putting in, in office From the president to all the way down To the lower offices You know Because they're just not working for us anymore It's not it's not for the people It's just about self now And it's about self-preservation and money You know They say the money is the root of all evil To me it's just It's just coming to the light So You guys we gotta We gotta We gotta You know Look at who we're putting in the office And just be aware, and like Red Wine said, if you got a chance to vote, exercise your your right to vote. These young folks now, they don't know which direction that they should go in. Maybe they need some help. But uh, Red Wine and I, we talked about this earlier. I think if they more young folks knew about their past, that they would do better in their present. So let's see what's gonna happen. So. That's my last word. All right. Yeah, you're right about that, Kel. I think sometimes people think history is irrelevant, but history is never irrelevant. Because uh, as the saying goes, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it in your present or your future. So, mm-hmm. for the pajama mm-hmm. party, uh, we thank you all for hanging out. Uh, thank you, DC Homegrown, our parent company for sponsoring the show, paying the bills, keeping the lights on and all of that, yada, yada. Appreciate you. Uh, We also want to thank our listeners. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Let's see, like uh, Papa said, we won't be here next week. Uh, We may have a pre-recorded or we may just not be on the air. I don't know yet. But we'll be back the following Friday to let you know what went down in New Orleans because we're going to talk about it. We're going to tell it all. So until the week after next, uh, this is Red Wine signing off, saying bonsoir. Uh, Say good night, Papa. Good night, everybody. And say good night, Kevin. Good night. We'll see you the week after next on the Pajama Party Show. Peace.
Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Good night.